Welcome into your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. First off, there's a winter weather advisory. It will be in effect from 6 p.m. this evening to 6 p.m. on Saturday. Snow is expected, total accumulation 1 to 3 inches over the plains, 4 to 6 inches in the foothills and mountains. Winds gusting as high as 35 miles an hour. This is for Hill, Toole, Liberty, and Blaine counties. Plan on slippery road conditions. Patchy blowing snow could significantly reduce visibility. The combination of wet and rock conditions could severely stress newborn livestock. Wet roads will freeze over as melted snow on roadways from recent warm temperatures turns into ice. There is also a small stream flood advisory for snowmelt that remains in effect until 8.45 p.m. tonight. This is for northwestern Blaine and northeastern Hill counties. This morning, around 6 a.m., gauge reports indicated snowmelt continues to cause minor flooding. Overflowing poor drainage areas will cause minor flooding in the advisory area. The areas mainly north of Highway 2 will be impacted. The latest forecasts do indicate that creek levels should fall during the day today. For the rest of your Friday, it will be mostly cloudy. Chance of rain in the afternoon, highs in the mid-40s. North winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, breezy and colder. Rain and snow in the evening. Then snow after midnight. Patchy blowing snow after midnight. Accumulation of 2 to 5 inches. Lows in the mid-20s. Northeast winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Near 100% chance of precipitation. Saturday, colder with snow in the morning. Then a chance of snow in the afternoon. Snow accumulation 2 to 5 inches. Near steady temperature in the mid-20s. North winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Near 100% chance of snow. Saturday night, colder and mostly cloudy. 20% chance of snow in the evening. Then partly cloudy after midnight. Lows around 15. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Sunday, partly cloudy in the morning, then becoming mostly cloudy. Highs 30 to 35. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Sunday night through Tuesday, mostly cloudy. Lows 15 to 20. Highs 35 to 45. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow, lows 25 to 30. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, 40% chance of rain and snow, highs 45 to 50. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain, lows around 30. Thursday, mostly cloudy, highs 50 to 55. Montana Department of Labor and Industries Job Service Office in Haver is still assisting individuals despite having to lock their doors. Haver Job Service Manager Carol Lamy said because of a large number of calls regarding unemployment insurance, they are now assisting individuals with filing unemployment claims in addition to what they normally do. We really are experiencing a very high volume of unemployment-related questions each day. So here, staff are assisting these callers in filing their unemployment claim. Many of the callers have never filed for unemployment before, and we're able to help them through that process. Lamy said the new CARES Act has required everyone to make some changes, and they are encouraging people to file for unemployment as soon as possible. With this new CARES Act, all states, including Montana, have to implement significant changes to our computer systems in order to get payments to individuals, and we're just trying to get those changes made as quickly as possible. We're encouraging everyone to file for unemployment benefits the week a person becomes unemployed, or if their hours are reduced, they can apply too. Lamy wants the public to know they have and will continue to work during the closure and are here for everyone and anyone in need of help. If you want more information or need help with unemployment insurance, call 265-5847 or email haverjsc at mt.gov.
Congressman Greg Gianforte hosted a call on Tuesday to answer questions posed by the public concerning COVID-19 and how it's affecting Montanans, businesses, and communities. One of the callers in Haver asked if the power to lift the lockdown order would ever be handed back to the local government because the one COVID-19 case in the county was successfully quarantined without spread and businesses are suffering. The president has been very clear. He doesn't believe a one-size-fits-all national policy is the right path forward. Uh, different governors have taken different approaches. I'm not one to second-guess the decision of a leader who's at the front, but I will say that every community in the state is not the same. But ultimately, it will be the decision of the governor as to when they start releasing these restrictions. Gianforte was then asked how the money from the economic stimulus packages were going to be monitored and who this money would be allocated to. The bulk of the money in this bill is going to small business and individuals, not large corporations. And I think it's important that the money get to the front lines. For more information on the steps Montana is taking to fight COVID-19, visit mt.gov. Montana's U.S. Senators Steve Daines and John Tester announced on Tuesday they have secured over $12 million for health centers in Montana fighting COVID-19. Tester said, quote, It's absolutely critical that our state's health providers have the resources they need to keep Montanans healthy and safe, end quote. In Haver, the Bullhook Community Health Center will receive $588,020. In Shelby, Mariah's Healthcare Services will receive $616,070. And in Cut Bank, Glacier Community Health Center will receive $557,240. Dane said, quote, This is about getting our healthcare professionals on the front lines, the resources they need to combat the coronavirus pandemic. All funding was secured through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. The Chippewa Cree Tribal Business Committee has provided a public notice of penalties for violating the stay-at-home order or the mandated curfew. These actions are intended to prevent the spread of COVID-19 on the reservation. The daily mandated curfew is from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. The Chippewa Cree Law Enforcement will impose a fine of up to $5,000 on any individual found in violation of the order or curfew. They also may sentence the individual up to one year in prison and may impound the vehicle in violation at the owner's expense. If vehicle impoundment occurs, due process will be provided and any vehicle release will be carried out by law enforcement or by a judicial order. Turning to state news, officials in south-central Montana have released the name of a man who was shot and killed near a trailhead south of Red Lodge. Carbon County Sheriff Josh McQuillan says 43-year-old Chad Rockman of Billings died Wednesday morning. Three other people were in the area at the time of the shooting, and McQuillan says all are cooperating with law enforcement, including the person who fired the weapon. He did not release their names, any information about what led to the shooting, or how many times Rockman was shot. Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks officials have euthanized a female grizzly bear following an attack on a hiker. The AP reports the department did not release the hiker's identity or the extent of injuries he suffered west of Depuyer around 9 p.m. Wednesday. Wildlife officials say the hiker encountered a female bear and cub, and the mother attacked and bit the hiker's thigh. The bear's behavior indicated the animal attacked to protect her cub. The hiker was carrying a pistol and shot the bear, which was located the next morning and euthanized by wildlife personnel. A body found in the Missouri River south of Great Falls is that of a nurse who has been missing since January 26th. Cascade County Sheriff Jesse Slaughter says an autopsy determined 34-year-old Amy Harding-Perman died of accidental drowning. The body was recovered Wednesday evening south of where Harding-Perman was reported missing on January 26th. Her boyfriend said they'd argued and she had walked away toward the river. About 170 people volunteered to help search the area on January 29th but found nothing. Slaughter says the investigation is complete 
complete and the case is closed. Turning to regional news, the number of people testing positive for the coronavirus continues to climb in North Dakota. Health officials said Friday nine additional people tested positive for COVID-19 since Thursday, bringing the state total to 278. No more deaths were reported beyond the six reported Thursday. The nine who most recently tested positive include individuals in their 20s, 30s, 40s and 50s, and one boy under 9 years old from Burleigh County. More than 600 people have been screened since Thursday, bringing the total tested in North Dakota to 9,608. 9,330 of those tests have come back negative. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $4.37, while spring wheat is $4.95. For Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.27, and spring wheat is $4.90. For Liberty County, winter wheat is $4.42, while spring wheat is $4.95. For Shoto County, winter wheat is $4.37, spring wheat is $4.95. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is $4.22, spring wheat is $4.85. And that does it for your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Friday, stay safe out on the roads, and make sure to do your part to help flatten the curve.